Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. The topic for this podcast is Living Magnificently Stress-Free with MS. I'm Rosemary Wilson, founder of Pragmatica Coaching, practical steps to achieving your goals. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis known as MS in 2003. I'd like to share my story with you and share some of my strategies, how by choosing to live magnificently stress-free, I've all but eliminated any MS relapsing symptoms and how you might be able to benefit from some of these methods or techniques to greatly reduce the stress in your life. 13 years ago, the bottom of my world fell out, or so I thought. I was diagnosed with MS, which is an autoimmune disease. At the time, I knew very little about MS. My only thoughts then were that I would inevitably become disabled and end up in a wheelchair. Roll on to now, and I'm the fittest and healthiest I've ever been. After my diagnosis, I went through a very brief period of weeping and wailing. I remember going to a local park, sitting on a bench, and I just cried. I cried and cried and cried. I was confused, scared, anxious, and fearful of what the future would bring. After a little time, when I thought I couldn't cry anymore, I was actually getting on my own nerves, and my thoughts were a little less addled, so therefore I was feeling a a little less sorry for myself. I never really was one to dwell on negatives. I said to myself, well, I'm here now, right? So, followed by chin up. And then I asked myself, what can I do so as not to behave like a victim? The next day, I started my own quest to find out what all I could about MS. I carried out a lot of research about the disease. One thing that consistently surfaced was that symptoms of MS are found to be greatly exacerbated by stress. In fact, stress affects the body's ability to fight any disease. Consistent emotional stress can affect all aspects of your life, your mindset, behaviour, emotions, physical health, work environment, home life and your relationships. It's very important to be able to understand your stressors and your reactions to these that may be causing you stress. Over time, I noticed that my symptoms were more prominent during times of stress. I kept thinking to myself, but I'm not a stressed person, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. Again, so I thought... I took the time to really explore my thinking and my mindset, which ultimately leads to my actions and behaviours. This is the same for all of us. The way we think directs the way way that we behave. What I found during my self-exploration was that my mindset, therefore my actions and behaviours, for both positive and negative stressful situations, was the same. I was powerful when I was angry and powerful when I was happy. Being such a strong character meant that I was putting my mind, and therefore my body, under stress. I wasn't even aware of this. In addition, I'd also always worked in a dynamic environments with many tight deadlines and long hours. I observed that I was full-on, excitable, an adrenaline junkie, all or nothing. I now realise that this type of behaviour in itself was a, comes with a great deal of hidden emotional stress, and that I was placing my mind and body under unnecessary and avoidable stress. Adrenaline is a stress hormone, and so is cortisol. The initial surge of adrenaline can feel great, but as it starts to lower, your cortisol levels will start to rise. Consistent surges and ebbs in adrenaline mean pretty much consistently high levels of cortisol, which is harmful to the body, as this will weaken the activity of the immune system. For this reason, healthy adrenal function and cortisol output are essential in preventing and managing autoimmune diseases. It's my belief that my daily full-on adrenaline glow and flow 
and full of hidden stress lifestyle was actually helping to keep my cortisol levels high and more than likely was a contributing factor to my MS symptoms. I slowly recognised that I had a choice. Whilst I couldn't control all the stresses, what I could control is how I react. Once I realised this, the whole game changed. By, by making changes to my mindset, my way of thinking, my diet and to my adrenaline fueled lifestyle, I now have the ability to keep my cortisol levels lower and my stress levels even lower. I naturally have a lot of energy, which is great. That's always been the case with me, something I'm really, really thankful for. I now realise that just because I do have a lot of energy, it doesn't mean that I should use it to bounce off the walls as much as possible, whenever and wherever. I recognise that I have a magnificent amount of energy, but now I also understand the magnitude of what my energy can do, both positive and negative, so I choose carefully. My choice now is to live stress-free. How do I do that? I use strategies. Here are some of these strategies that I'd like to share with you. Positive mantra. Create your very own positive mantra for your mind, something meaningful and unique to you. It should take you to a place of mindful, peace and calm, where you can go and be uplifted at any time, particularly when you sense any feelings of negativity or stress. Choose positivity. Choose to only allow positive people or those who bring positive messages into your life. For those who bring negativity and ego, elect to steer clear of them. For those whom you are unable to avoid, spend a minimum amount of time with them. It might sound harsh, but it's very, very important. Managing stressful situations. If there is a potentially stressful situation on the radar, gauge what is in your control. If it's in your control, take action to alleviate or remove any stress. If the situation is out of your control, anticipate letting go of any stress without a second thought. Meditation and visualisation of the outcome that you want is also powerful for creating a sense of peace and calm. Maintain a positive state of mind. Recognise that your emotional state of mind is a choice. Choose to live in a positive state of mind as often as is possible. The more you do this, the easier it becomes. Practice an attitude of gratitude. It can be so easy to forget all the wonderful things that we do have to be grateful for, especially when we're not feeling emotionally or physically optimal. Maintaining a positive state of mind will soon become second nature. Being thankful for all the wonderful things you do have in your life supports a positive state of mind. Practice an attitude of gratitude. Know your boundaries. Whilst I don't suffer fools gladly, I choose my battles carefully. Start to recognise the impact and detrimental effect that negative emotions such as anger and frustration have on your body, mind and your environment, including those around you. If someone steps beyond your boundaries, indeed make a stand for yourself, but try to do it graciously so as not to provide more negative energy to these already negative emotions. Make your stand, say your piece and move on. You'll become greatly respected for it. Practice an open mind. As cliche, as cliche as it may sound, I always seek the positive. When faced with problems or challenges, I look for solutions. If something happens that is negative, I look for what I can learn. If I am unable to grasp the immediate learning, I park it and think perhaps it's not my learning or maybe one day the lesson will become clear to me and then I move on. Keep moving. I practice the principle of use it or lose it through strength training high-intensity interval training 
and I absolutely love outdoor running for my mind, body and soul. Do something in terms of a physical activity of your choice as often as possible. Use it or lose it. Develop your sense of humour. There is humour to be found in almost anything. This does require cultivating an open and playful mind. Sometimes it might even require finding humour where it might be deemed as inappropriate. As long as it's not to, at the expense of others, have fun practising. Love your inner child. I absolutely love my inner child. She's just so much fun. Handstands in the park, trip to the fun fair, get on the swings at the park, laugh more, smile more. Create a happy campaign in your home. Have a no booze required karaoke party. Just think of all the wonderful things that you did as a child that you enjoyed. Relive them. Make it a regular habit to find your inner child. Find her, laugh with her, love her and embrace her. Dance more. For this, dance means whatever you want it to mean. I can't dance doesn't cut it with this one. Dance with or without dancing to the rhythm of the music. Snap your fingers, nod your head, shuffle your feet. Feel the rhythm of the music and connect with it. Dance in your heart, in your mind and in your soul. And my last one, just stop. I know that this may sound like a paradox to my use it or lose it, dancing and my sentiment of keep moving, but this one is really, really special as it's here for the rejuvenation, recharge and the power it will give you to keep on moving in the right direction for yourself. So here it is. It is simply just stop. Stop walking, stop moving, stop running, stop talking, stop fidgeting, stop shuffling. Simply just stop. Make some time to just be still for a moment and reconnect with yourself. Recharge and then live on. Having these strategies in my life, I feel that I'm now a stronger, calmer person, less stressed and the greatest realisation to date is that all this makes me even more quietly powerful. These strategies, my life experience, coaching qualification and experience, along with my health and fitness knowledge, sense of adventure, natural curiosity about people and life, a fantastic and playful sense of humour, all stand me in good stead to be able to handle whatever life throws at me, magnificently stress-free. Whilst I'm very aware that I've been diagnosed with MS, this does not define me or who I am. I'm very careful of whom or what I give my energy to, which includes my diagnosis. My thoughts are that anything you give energy to tends to grow, whether it's positive or negative. This is the reason I choose to focus and give energy to only positive things as much as is possible. When I decided to speak on this subject, I thought about the fact that I would be focusing on my diagnosis, which is something I generally choose not to do. As one of my other passions in life is helping others, I decided that if speaking about this could help at least one other person, it's something I'm willing to do, so therefore an easy choice. So if you're often feeling stressed, overwhelmed, short-fused or irritable and would like this to be different, start today by choosing one of these stress reduction strategies. Select the one that resonates with you the most. Make time to implement this into your life on a daily basis. Once you've mastered this, select another one. Keep going with different strategies or create your own until you notice that your stress levels are greatly reduced and you're in a more consistently positive place. I do hope that you can use at least one of these simple but effective strategies in your life to make a difference. If you are finding it difficult to reduce your stress levels, would like some support in this area 
or support in putting any of these strategies into place and also benefit from my unique style of coaching. For more information, please go to www.pragmaticacoaching.com for practical steps to achieving your goal. That's www.pragmaticacoaching.com or email me at inquiry at pragmaticacoaching.com. That's it for now. I'm Rosemary Wilson. Thank you for taking the time out to listen. And I do hope that you take the very first step to really reducing the stress in your life.